So yesterday we spoke to the Eastern Cape Department for Rural Development and Agrarian Reform. They have this idea of a cannabis college, which I am absolutely for if done right. It will be the first in the country. And one of our callers, Faith, was really taken by that conversation and took it a step further, raising an issue here. The issue is, is that according to her, and as somebody who works for an insurance company, insurance companies and... Um, you know, sort of practice within the industry, um, have come up with interesting rules around how they cover certain individuals, right? So those who use cannabis could be massively disadvantaged in terms of, A, the cover you get in terms of your policies and the premiums you pay, and that the premiums are much, much higher than anybody who doesn't use cannabis for whatever reason, and that sometimes you don't even get the policy at all, hmm. So we're trying to understand what is going on here and what sort of rules are at play. Are there criteria? You know, what are factors here that are key to understand? So joining us on the line is certified financial planner, Gerald Mwandambira. Gerald, good morning. Morning, Moflaver. Morning to all your listeners of Metro FM. I didn't know that if I took a spliff once a day, um, every day of my life, that it would disadvantage me if I'm looking for, say, life cover. Is it true that insurance companies won't cover me and if they do, that they'll shoot up my premiums high if I'm using cannabis? Well, no, look, we need to understand the premise of what insurance is. Insurance is really about people pulling their risks together so that if they're in the event of something happening, in this case, death or disability, you get paid out. Now, it is not true that you will not be covered if you're a cannabis user. Um, but what is true is that you do need to have full disclosure. So... Everything about your insurance policy is about what you told them the day you took it out. So you tell them your height, you tell them your weight, you tell them whether you smoke, you tell them whether you do drugs, all those things they want to know. And you are fully able to disclose that. They do not disadvantage you except for the fact that they will look at the premium and say, look, if you're a cannabis user, you're more likely to be driving on the road and hit another car. So your premium is higher than someone who doesn't use any any drugs so that's really the only thing otherwise it's untrue to say that cannabis users are necessarily disadvantaged the most important thing is to tell your insurance company so if you take up cannabis smoking or you're vaping cannabis oil simply let your insurance company know they'll adjust your premium accordingly and you can proceed and live that way Gerald, uh, just want to explore more on the risks associated with actually using cannabis, just in terms of insurance company and the research behind the dangers associated with cannabis. Uh, what has been found? Well, look, I think the one thing we need to realize is that technically speaking, cannabis is still an illegal drug in South Africa. The laws may have changed that you can have recreational use. But in terms of classification, it's still a drug. And it's, it's, it's a drug which is an illegal substance generally. So until the laws change, yes, cannabis is going to dis- dis- cannabis. But that won't change the health risks associated, and that's what I'm trying to explore here. For example, okay. with smoking, it's so clear on the pack that it causes cancer or lung cancer. So just to well, sort of yeah, look into the actual health okay. risks. Well, the health risks with cannabis are twofold. If you're someone who smokes cannabis, with cigarettes, you know, people mix it with cigarettes sometimes in the Rizla. Um, you're definitely exposing yourself to the same risk of lung cancer as someone who has traditional smoking. Mm. Someone who vapes the cannabis is taking the oil directly into their system, and obviously there's less risk of a lung cancer 
But yes, medicinal qualities exist with cannabis. Um, it's known to be a great um, pain relief drug, and it's been used for many centuries in a lot of traditional cultures for, for pain relief, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. for things like cancer, etc. So sure. there is a differentiation between someone who's using cannabis for medicinal purposes and someone who's using cannabis just to get high. Ah. So can a claim be denied, for instance, if I never declared it? That, that I use, that I use, for example, cannabis, for whatever reason. Yes. Unfortunately, um, it is your responsibility as an insurance policyholder every year to look at yourself and update anything that's changed. If you started smoking, if you've stopped smoking, if you've gained weight, if you've lost weight, some of these factors do and will influence a claim. So, for example, you die one day, and it's got nothing to do with your cannabis usage. Mm. But unfortunately, at the time you took out the policy, you were known to be the smoker from the Himalayas. You know, that's not going to work for you. Um, Your claim will not be honored, because simply because you are not in the right premium. You should be in the premium for the cannabis users who are higher risk because they drive high. And if you happen to die in the future, you're paying a lower premium, which means you cheated the system, which means that in all likelihood, your claim will be repudiated. Gerald, we'll leave it there for now. Gerald Mwanyambira, Certified Financial Planner, just giving us um, a picture of how insurance companies work with regards to those who use cannabis for whatever reason. Your thoughts, please, on this one. We'd love to hear your views. 089-110-3377. Are you in agreement? Disagreement? Where do you stand with this whole thing? We'd love to hear from you next.